The Compare To Podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. Grab the Edify app in your Google Play Store or on the Apple Podcast app. You will be so glad you did. Hey friends, Heather Creekmore here. I'm so glad you're listening to the Compare To Who show today. Yay, it's summer! Or maybe it's, uh, is it really summer already? Ah! Whichever way you're feeling, I think today's show is going to encourage you. Now, maybe the title of this episode has messed with your brain a little bit. Heather's going to talk about how to look in a, good in a swimsuit. Is she going to talk about buying the ones with the Lycra tummy control panel? Or is she going to talk about wearing black? Or is she going to talk about standing up taller? Nope. Wrong. Biz. None of those things. Today, I'm going to tell you the true secret to looking good in a swimsuit. And it has nothing to do with your body. Yay. So that means... If you're going somewhere this weekend to celebrate Memorial Day, you can wear a swimsuit. Yes, that's right. That is my goal for you after this episode. Now, whether or not you want to wear a swimsuit for other reasons, you know, there's other other reasons aside from body image issues as to why we avoid swimwear. And that's okay. But if you're avoiding swimwear because of your body image issues, this show is for you. So let's get to it. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Okay, friends, today today we're going to talk about how to look good in a swimsuit. Now, this episode was inspired by a blog post that I wrote way back in, I don't know, like 2014 or something, because I was watching the Dr. Oz show when that used to be on in the afternoons. I don't know. Maybe it still is. Um, But Dr. Oz had a special episode in the spring, and it was devoted to helping women look good in a swimsuit. And so every woman in the audience had to wear only her bathing suit. He didn't allow cover-ups. And then he talked about just everything summer body. I mean, you know the shtick. This is, these are the messages we see everywhere, like what diet you should be following because you need to rev up your metabolism, how to blast cellulite, how to tone your tummy. And then like if all of that doesn't work for you, how to find a swimsuit that will hide everything if you know, if you're not content with your tummy toning and cellulite blasting and metabolism revving. And then, you know, he was, he was very, um, I I think Dr. Oz normally is pretty gracious, or at least that's his stage persona. 
Um, but so he took some time to encourage the women and, you know, there was a wide range of sizes. I mean, there were thin women and, and, and women of all different body shapes and sizes. And so he affirmed them. He said, okay, you don't have to be airbrushed perfect to be beautiful. But <laughs> it was so funny. Like he gave them this little pep talk while they were holding a plank <laughs> to like firm up their abs. So it's like, you don't have to be beautiful. You don't have to have tight abs. Okay, just 60 more seconds, ladies. So, uh, you know, there's a little dissonance there, right? But through these different segments, I watch these women just look awkward. I mean, they nodded and they smiled and they probably did whatever the producer and the directors were telling them to do. But it was interesting just to watch them like try to figure out where to put their hands, like where to put their arms. They were told not to try to hide their bodies. But I mean, how many of us when wearing swimwear just kind of naturally do a thing (laughs) where we're kind of putting our hands and arms over the parts that we don't want to draw attention to? And these women wearing their swimsuits, they tasted magic fat-burning concoctions that were supposed to help them, you know, lose X number of pounds overnight. And and then they tried these firming creams. I mean, I can't imagine how awkward that would have been to stand there and, like, point to my thighs and the cellulite on my thighs and try to rub firming cream in on national television. So these, these were brave women. But as I watched the show way back when, I sat there thinking to myself, is this the answer? Does Dr. Oz have the answer about how we can, quote unquote, finally feel good about ourselves in swimwear? You know, it, it struck me. I was like, really? Like, this is it? This is everything culture tells us, right? You just work hard at changing your body. And then I guess at a certain point, you decide you've done enough. Like you've taken your body to as far as it will go. And then you just remind yourself that you're okay, just the way you are. You don't have to be airbrushed perfect to be beautiful. It's kind of like, I, I call it the Jedi mind trick, but I've got a lot of Star Wars fans in my house, so <laughs> that's that's language that resonates here. But it's kind of like you sp- are supposed to do this Jedi mind trick where you just like look in the mirror and you repeat to yourself, I am a real woman. I am not a Photoshop magazine model like 100 times a day. And then you like drink his special weight loss recipe Kool-Aid and then you buy a $200 swimsuit with an extra layer of Lycra and then once and for all, you can feel fabulous about yourself at the beach. I don't know, friends, that just, that sounds hard. It sounds exhausting, quite honestly. And yet, many of us have lived that, haven't we? That's how many of us, dare I say most of us, I my hand is raised, this was me, have assumed that the month of May was for preparing for June, July, and August, and that dreaded swimsuit. But here's the thing I've learned, okay? And I learned this observationally just through having friends of different body sizes. And now I've learned this even more so through my coaching because I get to coach women of all different body sizes. And here's what I know. I have friends that stare at their scale and see a number over 200 pounds. And I have other friends that look down at that same scale and see a number under 120 And they both have equal amounts of displeasure with their bodies. 
Yes, my heavier friend would say to my lighter friend that she just doesn't understand her plight. But that's not true. The scale is a wicked master no matter what you weigh. And if you're a slave to it or the mirror or looking like a model in a swimsuit as a concept, you are just that. You are a slave. Yikes. So my thesis for today is that the best way for us all to look good in a swimsuit this year is to believe the gospel. Now, I know some of you are like, uh, Heather, okay, you took us from Lycra and grapefruit juice diets <laughs> to God and Jesus answers. Once again, like that was a quick transition. I'm not sure I'm tracking with you. So come back right after this little break and I will explain to you how believing the gospel is actually the secret to looking good in a swimsuit this year. Hey, hey there, friend. Are we email friends yet? Because if not, we really should be. Don't you think it's about time? <laughs> Seriously, you can head on over to comparedtowho.me and you can get my free five-day body image email challenge. What is a five-day body image email challenge? Well, for five days in a row, I'm going to send you messages just to kind of get you thinking about your body image in a completely different and hopefully helpful gospel-centered way. I want to see you find body image freedom and the best place to start is by becoming my email friend so we can connect that way and I can encourage you right in your inbox. So go to compare to me, take the free five-day email challenge, and I can't wait to connect with you there. Okay, so I left you with a pretty big thesis statement, <laughs> okay? My thesis is, if we believed the gospel fully, we would feel better in a swimsuit, okay? Now, I know, like I said, it feels like a little bit of stretch, but here's, here's where I'm going with this. If I wholeheartedly believe that I am accepted by God through Jesus— and I believe that Jesus loves me so much that he would actually die for me. Why in the world would I worry about being accepted by anyone else? Just think about that for a second. If I truly had a kingdom perspective where I understood that this world that we live in is just a temporary place, that my body is just a temporary body, that my condition, my age, my amount of cellulite, those are all just temporary conditions. Then why would I fixate on what the scale says about me or what the mirror says about me or how I look in the swimsuit as compared to how the model wearing it at Amazon looks in the swimsuit? Why would I care, quite frankly, about how I look in swimwear 
if I truly had a kingdom perspective. Now, what is a kingdom perspective? That might be a new term to some of you. But a kingdom perspective is believing that this world is not our home. Now, not in a weirdo way, but just in a way where we're believing that the Bible says that there's more to life than just what we're living in the here and now. There's more to life than this world. That after we die, if we are a believer and follower in Jesus Christ, we're going to go to heaven and God is going to create a new heavens and a new earth. And we are going to live in that realm for eternity, which is a whole lot longer than the hundred years or so we have here on this earth, right? The scripture tells us that our lives here are like a vapor. It's like blinking your eye and it's over. And yet all of eternity, (laughs) well, that's longer, quite frankly, Right? So if I really had a kingdom perspective, if I believed that this is just a temporary state living here, and if I believed the the real game, or like I talk about in my book, The Burden of Better, like the real event, the real party <laughs> is in heaven later, why would my focus be on what I look like in a swimsuit now? It's so trivial, right, my friends? isn't it? I mean, and I say that with lots of grace and and gentleness, because it is so real. The struggle is so real. How much you hate putting on that garment and going out in front of people or walking around in front of people or all those. Oh, it's a real struggle. I hate it too. But the struggle really isn't in our bodies. Like I said, people of all different sizes struggle. The struggle is in our hearts. It's about what we believe makes us valuable. And my friend, I promise you, if you believe what makes you valuable is how good you look in that swimsuit, then your spirit will be crushed as you wear that swimsuit looking around for affirmation. Now, I don't know. I mean, maybe you're really hot and you can get all that affirmation. But then there's other issues there too, right? Where you're like, oh, they don't really like me for me. They just like me for my hot body. And why can't I go deeper in relationships? And why are they objectifying me? Right? So it's, it's, there's, no, there's no perfect scenario. <laughs> Even if you looked awesome in the swimsuit, you could still struggle you would still struggle, right? So fixing your body isn't the cure to a good, excuse me, the cure to a swimsuit season sickness. The cure is fixing your heart. Okay, here's another question. If I was able to fully understand, grasp, comprehend God's love for me, would I ever be body conscious again? Like if I could just grasp like how much the creator of the universe, like, okay, you know, this is the same God that created the sun, moon, and the stars. He created all of nature, all the animals. I mean, I love zoos, but going to the zoo, if everything was a flamingo, like I think flamingos are really cool. They're pink and they're just interesting birds. But if everything in the zoo is a pink flamingo, How boring would that be, right? It's like, oh, there's the flamingos again. But what makes the zoo so interesting is the diversity, right? You have got elephants, you've got tigers, you've got giraffes, you've got monkeys, you've got kangaroos. Ah, I love the zoo. 
but I love the diversity of the zoo. And it shows us just what a creative God we have, right? Our culture decides that there's one way to define beauty and you have to look like this in order for us to slap a label on you as beautiful. But God didn't decide that. God decided to make both elephants and mice. (laughs) And those two animals, my friends, are two very different sizes. And I don't think there's an elephant anywhere, (laughs) like getting really frustrated that he's not as small as a mouse, right? Or that he's got way too big of a nose, right? No, it's just, it's all silly, right? So I wonder to what extent it's also likewise, maybe a little silly that we think we should look like someone else or have a body that's more like someone else's body, right? We all do it. But what are we missing? I think we're missing that the God of the universe made his creation diverse on purpose. Maybe we just need to embrace that diversity. But you know, as I think about this more, I just think it is hard for us to really grasp the depth of how much God loves us. I think about the scripture in the New Testament where the man um, that Jesus encounters and Jesus is going to go go heal his daughter, I believe it is. And the man says, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. And I think that's where a lot of us are, right? Okay, yes, I believe the gospel. Yes, I believe God loves me. Yes, I believe I'm already accepted and approved. Check, 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 check. Oh, but help my unbelief, my unbelief that still kind of wants to look better in a swimsuit this year because I think I would just feel better if I did. Uh, The unbelief that says I still need men to approve of me. I still need my friends to think I look good and am really good at like eating the quote unquote right things and exercising the quote unquote right way. Like all of these things that we have built into these images that we've created for ourselves Oh, it's hard to let those go. So today, I just wanted you to take a second and just think, like, what would it be like to feel confident at the beach because I'm walking in the confidence that I'm already accepted, approved of, and loved, even if my thighs touch or more than touch, maybe rub, I hate that, in the middle It's uncomfortable, but you know what? God loves me anyway. What if I could remember that he created me on purpose for a purpose and the fact that my thighs touch doesn't really have an impact on that purpose at all. I can still do what he's called and created me to do. Now, he didn't call and create me to be a swimsuit model, (laughs) so I can't do that, but then again, isn't it silly that I would even want to try? Because that's not the purpose he created me for. You know, I guess the, the, big, the big thing is, in, in the big picture of things, and again, with lots of grace and kindness, I deliver this message. But at the end of the day, how we look in a swimsuit doesn't really matter all that much. And if I could just believe the gospel more fully, more truly, then maybe my heart could believe that too. So what do you think? Does that encourage you? I hope so. 
If you have a comment or question, or if there's a topic that you'd like to see tackled on the Compared to Who show, go to comparedtowho.me slash podcasts, scroll to the very bottom, and there is a link that says, I think, leave me a voicemail. And it's a link to my SpeakPipe account. And you can leave me a voicemail message with a question that you'd like to have answered on the show. Or you can always just shoot me an email, heather at comparedtowho.me, because I would love to answer your questions. But today, friend, I hope I've encouraged you. Put that swimsuit on. It's okay. Enjoy the summer. Get your eyes off of your thighs and just tilt that mirror up. Remember, your purpose here is to reflect Jesus, not to try to look like the cover of the Victoria's Secret magazine. Is there even still a Victoria's Secret magazine? I should probably know that before I reference it. I'm not sure, but you know what I'm talking about, I hope. We're not here just to be objectified and adorned and really, quite frankly, worshipped, right? We're here to worship him. And I hope you can remember that as you walk into this weekend and as you walk into summer. Well, thanks for listening today, my friend. I hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? You can go to comparetowho.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at comparetowho.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. Hey friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it or did you only make it part way? 
I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.